Hello and welcome to another Brandon Bonanza podcast. Before we get started, I'm going to go over the two ways that you can help support this show. First, you can donate by going to comedylol.com, clicking on the donate tab and sending us some sweet, sweet cash through PayPal. The second one is you can go to comedylol.com and at the top of the screen, click on the Amazon link, do all your Amazon shopping, and they give us a piece of it. And they don't charge you any extra. How wonderful is that? All right, guys, enjoy. Hear what I say. We are the business today. Function is finished today. All T&J. We the new PB&J. We dropped the classic today. We did a tablet of asses today. The joints with the matches and ashes away. We dash away. Dollar and dish and the pistol is blasting away. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Brandon Bonanza. Today we are joined again by my friend Adian. He's back on the show. What's up, Adian? What's going on? How are you? Nothing, man. Uh, good. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, yeah. It's and a Merry New Christmas. Year. Or yeah, Merry Kwanzaa, Christmas. whatever you celebrate. Kwan- yeah, <laughs> and Happy Hanukkah and Thanksgiving and all that stuff. Uh, it's been a while, so we, yeah, we recorded... I just released those episodes a couple of weeks ago, but we recorded them around the beginning of November. Okay, so, so a couple months now? Yeah, so it's been a couple months. Um, and uh, so you're back, and we're probably going to talk about some different, more heavy things again. We were actually talking before the podcast, and I'm like, we should be recording this right now. Yeah, that was a good conversation. We can keep going with that. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So, uh, go. You want to go ahead and into it, or you want me? Well, to? you you brought it up, and you kind of introed it a lot better. Yeah. So I was I was talking about the um, so my recent podcast, the last one I just released, and I did it with uh, another former Marine who <laughs> I didn't realize this till I podcasted with him, but he's like you know, an egghead, really smart. He went to St. John's. He was a major in the Marine Corps. I was like, oh, and he used to like interrogate and interview people. I'm like, I used to play Sega Genesis in the Marines and once in a while pretend to work on airplanes, but mostly I would make fun of everyone behind, you know, like do impersonations of the officers to make people laugh. That's what I did. So basically I was like a clown, like I am now, but I was in the Marine Corps getting paid. So the government paid me to be a clown. Uh, And actually the funny thing is quick story before I got out, there's a master sergeant that pulled me aside and was like, Brandon, you know, you shouldn't get out. We need people like you in the Marines. And I'm like, oh, like skilled jet mechanics? Because that's what I did. He goes, no, you suck as a mechanic. He goes, but you're hilarious and you keep the morale up. We need people like you. He's like, it's shitty here. Like they knew, you know. Yeah. It was it was hard work. But anyway, um, I digress. So I was speaking with uh, my former, my past guest on the last podcast, and we were talking about terrorism and the causes of terrorism. So if you guys want to listen to that, go back. It was only about, I think, 25 or 30 minutes long. It was a short podcast. And so we started talking about that, and then I brought up uh, the topic of blowback, which is the concept that um, the cause of terrorism is an invading force or an occupying force being in an area and then causing death to people, and then their relatives who are survivors get mad and then want to cause acts of terrorism. And then you said? (laughs) I said that that makes a lot of sense. I mean, like I told you, I thought of that just kind of, thinking about what those people must go through on a daily basis in high school. Oh, yeah. What would it be like if my family got bombed or something happened to them because some other country was here? What would I do? And yeah. I know not just me, but a lot of people would get upset and want to do something about it. And, I mean, attacking back would make a lot of sense. For us in America, it makes the situation a little different because we have such a big military and we could actually fuck someone up pretty easily. But... Mm-hmm. If you don't have that much power, you're going to do whatever you can. Yeah. So if you're – and then I was basically saying how 
Uh, you know, what would we do if we were here? And and you also have to look at it if you if you look if you choose to look at it from their point of view, um, which I, I like to do in any situation. You see that with the American military there. I mean, I was in the military. I'm a, I was in the Marine Corps, so it's not like I'm against the military. I support these people. Just a disclosure, I think people who join the military are very brave and they want to do a service to their country. I do too. I'm just upset that I feel that they're getting taken advantage of. That's what I'm thinking. And I, and my feeling is um, I'm coming from a place where they're being taken advantage of that there's people that are using them for nefarious reasons. You know, Because you basically get paid less than minimum wage when you work it out to all the hours you get stuck working because you know sometimes you work a a straight one or two straight days you know and it's not like you get paid by the hour you just get a monthly stipend so anyway i just wanted to put that out there that it's not like this is anti-military so um what i was saying is so when people say you know iraq or afghanistan maybe even more afghanistan when there's the u.s militaries in there it's got to be like an alien force because our customs are so different um our technology is light years ahead of theirs, especially militarily. So we're over there and we speak a different language and, um, you know, like obviously it's a different, it's a culture custom clash. So if you can't speak the person's language and you have a gun in their face, you're probably gonna not be a really nice person if you don't have to be, you know, um, or whatever happens. So either way, even if they are, have the best intention intentions, I'm sure it could be taken wrong. So if we were here, it'd be like an alien force that came down to the United States and was like saying, Hey, your leader's a real dick bag. You know, like if people hate Donald Trump and these aliens land and say they'd kill him or take him out and people are like, yay. And then, then they're like, all right, well, we're going to stick around and make sure that doesn't happen. Then all of a sudden there's like an alien on every block with a super crazy weapon. You know, what would we do? And then all of a sudden they, they're something blows up and your mom dies. It's like, yeah, you're going to go try to kill these fucking aliens. So that's kind of how I, I think that people should look at it. And that's what they should ask themselves. So I know that was a lot of words. So Adrian, <laughs> I, I mean, I agree with what you said. And I also think that when you start to look at that, then you can question other things. You can question why are we there in the first place for this long? What's our purpose? Mm-hmm. Um, how are we measuring that? You know, are, do we have some real type of measurement? And where's the transparency there for everyone to see exactly what's going on? Because your mission could be one thing, but you could end up completely overdoing that by sending so much, or I mean, so many troops in when you don't mm-hmm. necessarily need that for for the mission. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I don't know the mission's specifically so i can't say what would be good and what wouldn't be and even if i did know the missions i still couldn't but i just think when you if we're going to invade another country the mission should be clear and we should have a set time that we're done and that's Mm it we don't need to be there forever because blowback i think is inevitable yeah yeah definitely um blowback is inevitable and if we if we as a country stand for freedom we should give people the freedom to make their own choices. And unfortunately, you know, things are going to happen in other countries and it's, it's going to be bad. We're going to see terrible things, but, um, sometimes that's how people figure it out. You know, this it's, it's hard. It's terrible to say that. Like, I think we should offer as much help as we can, but sometimes people don't want help. You know, I mean, if you look back just at what the United States had to go through, in Western civilization had to go through to get where we are. There was a lot of terrible things in wars and a lot of people died. What if, you know, say there was like an alien race that 
viewed what we what was going on with us and they're like oh look at all these people dying this is terrible we got to do something and we stop it but if they did everything would be different i mean i i don't know if that's a bad analogy or whatever but it's kind of like humankind has to go through all this stuff to to you know to get where they are and and to to evolve as a society i think we're just all hard-headed creatures at the end of the day we kind of just learn from mistakes Mm -hmm. as we go you know that's kind of what life is anyways yeah but in these situations when you're talking about now governance of giant land masses with so many millions of people on them mm-hmm. i mean that's all brand new and the way to do it is all brand new the, mm-hmm. no matter where you are so while we think what we're doing is best and someone else thinks what they're doing is best you're right if we're going to go in and for whatever reason and we want them to be free we should just let them be free mm-hmm. yeah yeah if we I, I, if they yeah. need our help we can help them but we don't necessarily even need to be there to help them yeah it 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 gets really it definitely, like you said, we can help them. And I think the way, the best way to help them, I, just to throw an idea out there, would be a private uh, charity organization, something that we know would actually help them. And then people, private citizens in the United States can donate and then the money can go. So it's not going to be like, we give you money and then, but behind that, there's like this giant military force, you know, with people with guns. So it's, it's just a different, uh, different point of view. Um, and also when you look back, I think at the Iraq war, for sure, we were, we relied into that. There's plenty of evidence where you could see that. And then the Afghanistan, the war there, we were supposed to be going in to get, um, Osama bin Laden. And it, you know, there's a great book. We, I think I referenced it in the last podcast. It's called fool's errand time to end the war in Afghanistan. It's by Scott Horton. And it has it's an amazing resource of information because it talks about beforehand, it talks about Osama bin Laden and his his plan and the actual reason reasons why he uh, he uh, portrayed the terrible attacks of nine eleven or why he went through with them. That's the wrong word, but his motivation. That's the word I was looking for. Um, and it talks about all that stuff and he references it all. It's great. So you can go back and look just to look up the references where it came from. And it's not really a lot of the reasons that you would think or that we hear over here. Uh, so I think it's really interesting. You should go check it out. And then also he talks about how they kind of had Osama bin Laden trapped really early in 2001. The Marines did. They had him um, in the mountains, but they were asking for reinforcements. But I guess the the military was more focused on toppling the Taliban up north. So they kind of let him slip through. So it's, it, you know, when you look at that stuff and you look at what these generals that were trying to hunt him and what they said, you know, they're like, we were on the ground and we needed the help. Just look into it uh, if you're interested at all. It's really interesting. And it's like, well, if we let him go and then, you know, we let Osama go and then later we, we got him, but we're kind of still in Afghanistan. It's like, are we still there? Is it legal? Like the reason why we told people we were going there is, is that still while we're there? You know, why are we there? So... That goes back to what I was saying, making that the mission statement clear and and having a defined end, and that's it. We don't need to keep spending money on that. Yeah, that's another. Especially when a lot of people want to talk about how much of a deficit there is. Mm -hmm. Everybody on both sides wants to talk about it. So let's save money by not just sending people and keeping people overseas. Yeah, and it it really is the money. I I don't know if people grasp the amount of money. We, the national debt is twenty trillion, um, and the money that we put into these wars, I mean, it just disappears because they they bring a lot of money there to influence people, 
um, to try to pay people off. There was this one great, I don't know if you guys, if you remember, it was like probably in the, right as George Bush was coming out of office, maybe there, there was those, that story of all the money that went missing. There was like pallets of money that was flown into Iraq. I think John Stewart oh, did shit. on the daily show and they showed pictures of the pallets of money. It was like millions of dollars they were bringing to Iraq to, you know, they pay benefits to people that get killed that are civilians. They have all kinds of things they do with this money, but a lot of it just disappeared. They don't even know what happened to it. So it's, it's really crazy. And, you know, the problems, we do have a lot of problems here in this country. And I really think that we should focus more on those problems on a local level, really. Um, and we should focus less on the problems of the world because honestly, at the end of the day, who's going to, who's really going to come here to the United States and fuck with us. A, everyone here has guns. I mean, it's insane. <laughs> we kill ourselves all the time in these mass shootings. What guy, what army would come here? And, you know, we have these satellites. We would see people come in miles away. We could take them out in the ocean. Our Navy is insane. That's the thing. There's, you know, people try to um, think that the Soviets or the Chinese are scary. And it's like we spend so much more money on defense than them. We could easily just... You know, not even talking about nuclear weapons, just conventionally, it would it would just be insane. So I think if we just minded, kind of minded our business, but helped out a little bit, you know, we don't want to be just uh, hermits, but be on the be on the world stage, but more as a you know as a friendly force, kind of not as a, more as a defensive. We call it the Department of Defense. I mean, who are we kidding? You know, what are we really defending? <laughs> I mean, it's it's pretty crazy. But like I said, these are all critics of the government uh, or critiques of the government, not the people in the military. I love people in the military. Um, so if you're in the military and you're listening to this and you want to talk to me and talk about this or whatever, hit me up, definitely. Yeah, I got to uh, say, I, I have a lot of respect for anybody who's in the military, has been in the military, or it wants to be in it because, frankly, I'm too pussy to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not like, going to go. I'm not sitting here like I'm a hippie, like saying, you know, we should, it should all be peace, man. And I would love that, but I understand this is the real world. And there's people out there that want to hurt you and take your shit. So it's good that we have the military that we have and we have the people that are badass that, you know, the SEALs and the Marines and everybody, you know, these crazy uh, pilots yeah. and whatever. It's good that we have these people. You know, I love it, but I just, I think we should be saving these people. You know, the, these are our heroes. We shouldn't be wasting them um, on foreign, you know, like what's going on. If you could explain to me the definition of what we're doing in Afghanistan, that actually makes sense to me, uh, then I, I might be okay with it. But where it sits now, it's like, no, let's, we're, why, why are these people dying? You know, it's crazy. Either they're dying or they're coming back to have all types of mental issues or they don't have somewhere to live oh yeah or just or like missing a food limb. yeah or, yeah like they don't come back and they're taken care of in a way that they are living comfortably most of them at mm -hmm. least um and that's sad i mean with the amount of money that we spend like you said money going missing yeah. i know personally of money going to different uh different agencies like sikorsky or whatever to de develop helicopters or weapons that projects just fail yeah you know and they spend millions of dollars on a new jet or something and doesn't work yeah that yeah now it's just gone you know and you spent money and time on something that i mean do we really need it you know yeah i know at some point you got to develop your weapons and whatnot but yeah and it, it gets really controversial because a lot of people are in that business you know i know a lot of people that work at sikorsky 
and it's it's tough because you know you want a good job you want a good government job but then you hear people like me talking shit like this and you're like what's going on but i mean it's just the truth of the matter is is like uh i don't know if we need to be spending all this money but like you know what do i know i you know i'm a high school graduate who was a fuck off in the marine corps and now i'm a <laughs> comedian who's a dj at weddings this is just i just feel that i have a different point of view and i want to bring it out there so i don't you know maybe i'm not right but at least let's have a discussion you know that's what i say um instead of just sending people over there for no reason when it's it's not really legal what they're doing but they're just getting away with doing it that what and what i mean by them i mean by the government and um you know our presidents uh all of them starting these wars i mean a lot of people overlook clinton and they they say that everything in the clinton era was great but I, reading this book it really opened my eyes to i knew a lot of stuff about afghanistan and about um 9 and you know how we trained the uh and worked with the uh, mujahideen and they became a lot of them became al-qaeda basically uh, so, but i knew a lot about that stuff and but what i really didn't know was one of the reasons that one of the main reasons that osama bin laden listed for carrying out these attacks was um we had a blockade the united states had a blockade on iraq after the first gulf war in the 90s and they had this blockade throughout the whole 90s and um we were we had sanctions on them or whatever you call it and i think half a million up to half a million iraqis died of starvation mostly children and when asked about this you can google this madeline albright i think she was the secretary of state at the time i'm not sure she was in the administration when asked about somebody asked her point blank you know they say up to a half a million iraqis are dead mostly children because of this blockade do you think it's worth it and she said yes it's worth it she wow. later like walked that statement back i guess but she said yes so osama was like I'm not saying, listen, I'm not trying to stick up for this guy, but I'm just telling you, this is what he said. He goes, he goes, the United States has bases in Saudi Arabia, where I'm from. And with those bases, they're causing all these people to die of starvation. So I'm going after him. That's one of the reasons. So it's like, well, you know, I'm not saying that he should have done that or killing other people is the right answer, but it, I, I wasn't told that I was told he came here because he hated our freedom, you know, all that shit. So it's like, maybe we should open our fucking eyes uh anyway yeah i mean I did you know that or no because I, I, I saw the look on your face you were like <laughs> yeah, yeah no that's fucking with me i did you know I, it makes sense because a lot of things have reasons i don't think anyone on this earth would really go through that much trouble and mm. planning and whatnot just to attack someone for no reason i mean you'd have to have a reason but Hating our freedom or hating our country, that's one thing. But mm -hmm. having a reason to hate our country because they killed so many people from your country yeah. makes a lot more sense behind why that would happen. Yeah, it, it's more of an explanation. And like I'm saying, I'm not sticking up. You know, when you start to say things like this, people are like, oh, what are you yeah, trying yeah. to say he was right or you're, you support him or you're apologizing? It's like, no, I'm not apologizing him. I just think that if there's any kind of uh there's facts out there that they should just be brought to light that's all and that's all i'm trying to do you know if we're gonna see who's bad and who's good i don't think anybody's all bad and all good you know like we're not the perfect angels and he wasn't the devil you no know? but it goes back to what we were saying before what would you do if someone came to this country and just killed yeah. half a million children yeah that's what yeah exactly well, what would we do we just yeah. sit back and just be like, what um, if an iraqi came here and killed one child what would we do to him you know yeah, I mean? like, no you're right <laughs> i mean i it's insane to just think that 
we would just sit back. Yeah. And we wouldn't do anything to retaliate. Mm -hmm. And it's really amazing how, like, it, you know, when you say things like this, people might start to think you're being conspiratorial, but this is all stuff you can look up. This is like, these are facts. I mean, this is stuff that happened. And I was in the, the Marine Corps at that time, so it's really crazy for me to hear this because I didn't realize that. Like, we were in that area. We went to the Persian Gulf for a little while. We were flying over there, you know? So it's like, oh, that's what we were doing over there, you know? They tell you that we had to um, defend Kuwait and we were helping people out. But it, it's it's the story. I mean, I'm telling you, you should look into it. It's really a lot more uh, deep. It's a lot deeper than that, a lot more interesting. There's a lot more at play there and um you know it's it's just crazy i think we should just let those people do do what they have to do and the main thing i hear people say is oh we need oil but it's like no if you really know about it we have more oil now we're a, a major oil exporter because of like fracking and all this stuff we have the oil we need so you know if you think fracking's terrible and you think war's terrible we got them both right now so let's stop one of them you know what i mean like I don't know. I don't know. It's not a perfect world, but it's like, do we want both? No, they suck. All right. Well, we, you know, I'd rather cut the war out. I mean, they're not fracking my neighborhood, though, so I don't know. Uh, you know, we but could, anyway, it's just we something. We could take you know. steps to do both. You could cut yeah. the war and put the money into renewable energy yeah, so you don't yeah. need fracking. There you yeah, go. Yeah, that's what I mean. We could figure out a different way but I think to live. I, so, or, you know, what you just said, this whole story about Osama and all the kids that were killed, I think what's beautiful about this day and age is that more and more people have internet mm -hmm. throughout the world and can now spread these truths yeah you know yeah. so someone like us yeah well <laughs> i mean not just us though think about it from you know someone in iraq doing a podcast oh yeah and they can be like this is what actually happened to my grandfather or my dad or mm -hmm. you know what i mean and then it gets here and we listen and now we're like whoa what the fuck it a lot of people didn't have access to this much information just 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Or just 15 years ago when all of this was just starting up. So now that we do, I think it's going to, or I hope it'll change how things happen moving forward. Uh, yeah, I, I hope so too. And that's really why I feel positive about this because, you know, I'm I'm 41, so I'm a little older. So I'm, it's I should have known about these things when they were going on. I was at that age. I was interested in that stuff. But now I realize it's because the information just wasn't getting passed around really. And now with the internet, you can go looking for it. I mean, it's like, we've mentioned this before, how it can be dangerous because you could get caught in like an echo chamber where you just get where somebody where you agree with everyone and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think that, um, it's always good to listen to the other point of view. I try to do it all the time. Sometimes it even, I get mad, but it's like, I got to listen to <laughs> what they have to say. I do and, the same uh, and I sometimes, I like to change my mind on things. Like I'm really happy when I'm like, oh, like I like to be wrong. And, and I'm like, oh, I was such an idiot. And then I laugh at myself. I've, I, in the past couple of years, I've laughed out loud at myself a few times. Like really loud. Like, I can't believe I used to think this, you know? Um, but yeah, it's crazy. But uh, I think that's a good uh, good place to wrap it up. And yeah. um, thanks for thanks for joining me. Is there anything else you wanted to add to that? No, thanks for having me. It was fun. All right, thanks, man. I'll talk to you again soon. See ya. What? Hear what I say. We are the business today. Function is finished today. All T and J. All right, friends. Thanks for listening to my interview once again with my friend Adrian. I um, episode. I think it was one and three that I did with him. So you can go back and check those out if you haven't heard them already. And to support us, to support the show, go to comedylol.com, click on the donate tab, and send me some money. 
or you could click on the link on the top of the page, the Amazon link, and then buy anything you want from Amazon. As long as you use that portal, every time you shop, we'll get a portion of that and it doesn't cost you an extra dime. And then um, last but not least, you could reach me at brandon at comedylol.com. That's my email. If you have any questions, comments, or if you have any topics that you want me to talk about. All right, guys, thanks a lot, and we'll see you soon.